Real Coach JB, star Netflix show, Last Chance You. You're listening to everybody's favorite coach. All you high school coaches, players alike, listen in. Don't be slaps. Pay attention. Hey, man, you'll get some good content. It's the Real Coach JB. Welcome back to Tri-States Inside the Huddle, part of the Dubuque Area Sports Podcasting Network. As always, this is everybody's favorite coach, Coach Manaman, and wow, do we have an exciting episode here for you racing toward the end zone. Grant Glazer from the Western Dubuque Bobcats will be checking in shortly via the Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance Hotline. Before we welcome in Grant, this episode in this season and this football coverage would not be possible if it wasn't for all of our great sponsors. We have Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance. We have Assured Partners through Eric DeSousa, Kramer Pest Control, Sam Herrig Agency through State Farm, Extreme Strength and Performance. And they are the sponsors for our weekly player awards and our end of the season player awards as well. You may be seeing a lot of posts circulating through social media. If you're not following us on social media, where are you? Where have you been? You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Dubuque Area Sports Podcast. And if you want to give me a follow on Twitter, now known as X, it's at Coach Manaman. The rest of our sponsors are Lane Madsen through State Farm Insurance, Dino from the Log Cabin, Dusty from the Doghouse, JJ Butcher with Realty One, Harris Golf Carts, The Ultimate Sports Weekend, Bar Raising Fitness, Cummer Masonry, last and not least, Advanced Wellness Center. If you're listening to this, do me a favor. I don't ask for many, but I'm going to ask for one. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcast, it would really mean a lot to me if you could leave us a five-star review and also give us a follow. If you're a listener on Spotify, please give us a follow and also return the favor with a five-star review. Listening on Spotify also will unlock some poll questions and some short answer questions about our guest in our program and their program if you are interested in doing that as well. Last week, we did not have anybody predict the correct score. We did have a lot of people predict the correct winners. And wow, what a huge week it was in high school football. The Hempstead Mustangs fell and will probably fall out of the rankings. And they have their big showdown with Bettendorf coming up on Friday. And holy cow, our next guest from Western Dubuque Bobcats, who just knocked off number one North Scott, was the highlight of the week. I saw a lot of people talking on social media that that was the best football game, high school football game, they 
had ever seen. Without further ado, checking in to the podcast, picking up that blitz, is Grant Glaser from the Western Dubuque Bobcats via the Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance Hotline. I'll be right back, but first, let's hear from one of our great sponsors. Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance is a proud sponsor of Contact Nolan or a member of his crew at 563-258-5467 to request a quote. You can also find this highly reviewed agent on Facebook by searching Nolan Weber Insurance. Joining us via the Nolan Weber Insurance through American Family Insurance Hotline is Grant Glaser from the Western Dubuque Bobcats coming off his historic night running into the Bobcat record book one more time. Grant, welcome to Tri-States Inside the Huddle. Thank you. Um, Glad to be on here. Grant, I'm really excited to talk to you because we haven't done this since sixth grade. Can you believe that? Yes, sir. I remember the class. For people listening to this, I had Grant in my sixth grade ELA class, which stands for English Language Arts at Jefferson Middle School. And Grant, when I saw that you were making waves for the Bobcats, I had to give uh, Rich Hatcher, Mr. Hatcher, a text message, who's the assistant principal out at Western Dubuque, who was the dean of students while I was at Jefferson Middle School. And I said, is this the grant that I had in my class at Jefferson? And he said that it was. So I'm kind of curious. I know that Jefferson is a feeder school for the Hempstead Mustangs. Did your family move out into the Western Dubuque area or did you have some friends that were going to Western Dubuque? Or was it just something about Coach Pinner that gravitated you toward that program? What led you to the Bobcats? Um, it was definitely more of the program for us and me and three other um of my buddies went out there and we just continue to see success out there. So that was one of the main reasons, but no, we did not move out there. We just enrolled. Congratulations. I think it's been a great move for you. You are the front runner right now for the Nolan Weber insurance. Tri States inside the huddle player of the year. You have racked in player of the week performance awards every single week except for one and let's talk about the week that you didn't get named it was that devastating loss against Cedar Rapids Xavier what was the feeling in the locker room after that 22 to 20 loss to the Saints uh yes sir it's pretty it's pretty devastating all around I mean we always wanted to beat them and they're really good contenders and, uh, you know, they're defending state champions. So we wanted to prove what we are. I, I really think we did that, but we just had some penalties and we just didn't play our best football. The Bobcats had a gut check after the loss to 
Cedar Rapids Xavier, who was ranked in the top 10, you have to turn around and you have to play North Scott the following week, who was ranked number one. How was the week of practice last week? Uh, it was definitely intense, and uh, we could all tell Coach Penner was ready to get after it. So, I mean, we had a really good uh, defensive week during this practice. So, I think that helped us a lot, containing Kyle, Tyler Girardi. What did Coach Pinner tell you after the loss to Cedar Rapids, Xavier? I mean, he didn't say much because, I mean, can't really coach Esper. We gave our all, and uh, we said some things fixed. What was the locker room like? Who were who were some of the vocal leaders after that loss that rallied the troops together and put together an outstanding performance against North Scott to knock them off? We definitely have a lot of leaders on this team. Uh, Derek Horner, Hunter Quigliano, uh, Brock Carpenter, even Tanner Anderson, even though he's a junior, he's a leader on this team. And Sam Christopher, the center on the line. I mean, we're all there for each other. And we just know we'd bounce back. You had a record-breaking performance. Unofficially, Tyler Leone, the athletic director, said you were over 400 yards. The official stat for the night was 389 yards, and you had four touchdowns for the Bobcats. And that surpassed your previous record of 339 yards. I'm going to throw out some names. And I just want you to tell me the first thing that pops into your head when I throw these names out. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Garrett Kleesner. Garrett Kleesner, yeah. He's, he's, he's a dog. What about Isaac Lehman? Isaac Lehman, he's uh, he's funny. I really like Isaac Lehman. He's, all, he's always joking around, and uh, he does bring energy to the team, though. What about Sam Christopher? Sam Christopher really leads the line well, and uh, glad to say he's one of my offensive linemen. Caden Woolers. Caden Woolers is our uh, guard, and he's he's done pretty good this year. Uh, always keeping a good attitude, so couldn't ask for anything else. What about Big John Stud Lemke? Well, last night was his first. I mean, last Friday night was his first start, and I think he played very well. Was he filling in for somebody that was injured, or did uh, uh, Joe Bogey is the right tackle? He broke his finger in the Xavier game. I know, as well as you know, that great performance just isn't all you. It's a lot that goes into it, and the hog mollies up front. I just, if you're listening to this and you're like, who are these guys that? Coach Manaman's name it off. I've never heard of these guys. They're the Bobcat offensive line. But I also think that teams just can't key on you because touchdown Tanner Anderson's having a great year with yes, eight sir. touchdowns and one interception. And Colin McDermott's having a great year catching the football. And we know that Brock Carpenter can do it in the passing game. He can also do it in the running game as well. So if they key on you, there's a lot of different ways the Bobcats can knock you off. Let's talk about that 88 yard touchdown run. What was the call? Did you know that it was going to hit big when it was called? Was it untouched or did you have to truck somebody or tell us about the play? 
Oh, it was just an outside run, and I didn't get touched at all. I just had to keep running. It was great blocking by my teammates. I got a text message from Jake Rudin, and he said, Grant Glaser has to be player of the week. Kid's something special. And your name has come up and has been mentioned quite a bit. People reaching out, and it's not just Western Dubuque people that are noticing you. Wallert people have sent in your name before. Your name is coming up every single time we play. If you could compare yourself or talk about your running style, what type of runner are you? And if you could pinpoint a player, whether it be past or present, whether it be the pro game or the college game that tailors your game behind who would that be um i mean the way i run the ball is i just kind of like to use my vision and patience so i'd probably convert myself to like leave on bell but i mean i can pound the ball if you really need me to but i can also get up in space and be an athlete this is the second podcast where somebody has compared themselves to Le'Veon Bell. And it's crazy because he hasn't even been in the league for a couple of years. He hasn't been good for about five or six years. And one of my greatest mistakes that I have in life is I'm a Michigan State Spartan fan. And I'm not a, I'm not a Jersey buyer. And just because a lot of my teams, they either suck or they don't keep free agents around. But I bought one jersey, and it was a Michigan State jersey, and I was debating between Kirk Cousins and Le'Veon Bell. And I went with a Le'Veon Bell jersey, and I just am kind of embarrassed to wear it right now. But, yeah, I can see in the highlights that I've seen, you are very much like him where – you don't just hit the hole very hard. You you let the play play out. You let the blockers do their blocking, and, and then you hit the hole. You did have some struggles, though, on your record-setting performance. You did have a couple of setbacks there. You did have a fumble, and you did drop a pass that Danny Miller of the Telegraph Herald said probably would have gone for a touchdown. Yes, sir. Um. Those were pretty disappointing moments. When I fumbled the ball, I didn't really want to fumble this year because last year I had a lot. And so that just kind of next play mentality and I had to just get after it. What was your off-season work? You said you fumbled a lot last year. You've only fumbled once this year. How do you work on that in the off-season? What are some of the things that you do? Uh, we have a couple drills where our coach is just hitting, hitting us with the punching bag and just trying to get the ball out and stuff. But I really just been kind of hitting the weight room and training for like calisthenics and stuff. You have committed to play college football. Tell the listening listening audience, where is Grant headed to? Um, Minnesota State University. And what was it about Minnesota State university that drove you to that school that made you want to commit there and you committed pretty early yes sir um i mean they offered me enough money for me to go there and not have to worry about college and they have a great program i think they're 111 and 12 for their last 10 years and uh it was just a really great school and they have like the major i want to do 
What are you thinking about majoring in? Um, thinking about being a pilot. Oh, good for you. And yeah, we know that that is a profession where there's a lot of need. And it's also a profession, too, where it's it's hard to find people to do that job. There's not a lot of universities that offer pilot school. Have they talked to you about how they're thinking about using you? Are you going to come in as a running back? Are they going to transition you to safety? Do you have a chance to play next year? Are you going to be sitting behind some good uh, football players learning the game and then stepping in maybe your junior or senior season? Um, I haven't really talked to them about that, but I know I'll be running back there. That's great to hear. I was looking at your schedule before you signed on, and currently the Bobcats only have one loss to their three wins. I think you guys can make a good run at finishing the rest of the season without any losses. You have Marion, who will be a tough task, and you have Decorah are the only two teams left with winning records. But what can you tell us here? about the teams moving forward. What do we know about Waverly Shellrock? Um, we know they can really pound the ball down, not have throws, but I mean, I think we can stop them. They kind of lost a lot of guys last year, so. Does Coach Pinner have you playing both ways or? Uh, last week I was uh, like QB spy, so I don't know this week, so. And we don't want to give that information either, Grant, because, yeah, I know people listen to this podcast and I don't want to be tipping Waverly Shellrock or Marion or anybody off to what's going on. So thinking about the Western Dubuque Bobcats record book, very storied program, recently won a state championship as a 17 or 18 year old kid. And hearing adults text me some uh, very flattering messages about you. Do you do you really think about that as as a kid, as you might go down as one of the greats, or are you just humble and just playing football? And if they want to retire that number ten jersey in ten years, they're going to do it. Um, I mean that would be a blessing, but I kind of just want to play football as long as I can, just enjoy it. How's it this year running on that turf compared to the grass that they've had in years past? Has that made you a step quicker? It definitely is a lot better. Um, it is the 50th, uh, I think, year of like football for us. So getting that field too, it's kind of special. So A lot of great improvements being made out in Western Dubuque. Let's talk about the coaching staff here. What can you tell us about Coach Pinner that the listening audience may not know? And how has he helped you improve? And then also, same question, but with your offensive coordinator as well. Um, he, uh, he's, he's really intense. I think everyone knows that. But he's a really funny guy. I mean, it's fun to be around and he loves football. He's always getting in on plays and running after the quarterback on defensive line. But uh, I think his what people really don't know about him is like his accountability on everyone. Like he's making everyone do the same thing as everyone else. Like there's no 
no one getting better treatment than some other players. And he's really helped me. He's always on me, and that really helps me become a leader for my team. And how about your offensive coordinator? Uh, Wernemont? Yeah. How's he, how's he helped you improve? Uh, is, is he one of those guys where you can run off the field and you can be spoon in your mouth signaling, feed me more, and he'll just keep pounding you and pounding you and pounding you? Um, I think they just kind of feel the tension of the game, and if it's working, we just keep running the ball. But I think uh, Coach Warnemont's a great coach, and uh, it's his first like couple years of uh, coaching high school football, and I think he's done a great job. Taking a look at where we're at, Grant, we're roughly at about the halfway point of the season. You currently have 906 rushing yards. I have to tell you, I am a little disappointed with you. I I did a radio show last week, and there are some guys for Waller that are averaging a first down a carry. So you are at 9.5 yards a carry. You have to pick that up. You have nine touchdowns on the season, but you have 906 total yards. I'm curious, do you know who is the all-time single season rushing record? I know you just became the program's all-time leading rusher, but do you know what the single season record is and who holds that? Uh, I do not know who holds it. I'm pretty sure I saw it the other day. I think it's 2000 and some change. I'm not really sure. Is that a goal of yours? Uh, That is a pretty big goal this year. I mentioned earlier your offensive lineman. I know it's common in the pros. Used to not happen in college, but I'm sure it happens now with the NIL. But do, do you uh, do you take your offensive lineman out for a steak dinner? Do you uh, buy him some big gold chains or some cowboy hats or some cowboy boots with all the holes they're, they're opening up for you? Or just take him out to Dairy Queen or just give him a pat on the helmet? No, sir. I haven't taken them out yet. I was told to. So we'll probably do something pretty soon because they deserve it. They've been a big part of this team this year. And, I mean, they're humble enough to take Pat on the helmet, and they know they, they've done what they needed to do. What's the Bobcat program mean to you? Um, it means a lot to me, but, I mean, around the community, it's, it's everywhere around. Epworth, Farley, and Piazza. Everyone lives Bobcat country. It's a common saying in the Western Dubuque Community School District. And I and I know this because I feel it too. I I was a freshman baseball coach out there, I believe, for five seasons, and people are still so kind to me and so welcoming to me. And I was a baseball coach at the lowest level only during the summer times. And there's this saying, once a bobcat, always a bobcat. What's that mean to you? And how does the community overall embrace that for the football team? Uh, I think everyone embraces that. If you look at the stands on Friday night, it was packed. Everyone was there. And everyone supports the little kids football league too. So, I mean, it's a big deal around here. And, uh, it does mean a lot to me. Grant, you got kids looking up to you. If 
the little youngsters listen to this on the drive to football practice for the little Bobcats with their dad. And you could give them any advice on how to be great. I know you're not going to say it, but I'm going to say you are great. You are having a great season. And the one thing, Grant, that I really appreciate about you is, is you're a great kid, too. A lot of times, a lot of times you see some kids who are great athletes, but really struggle off the field to not be great kids. And people don't realize this unless you're an educator is I'm so proud of you because one of my favorite things to do is I work with the youth and I work with children is opening up that sports section and seeing somebody break an all-time record like you did or somebody break a single game record like you did or make the game winning three-pointer or have the walk-off grand slam and it just you have a different feeling when you work with those kids for 180 days at some point in your life it's a lot better than reading about them in the police beat or on the front page of the paper maybe making some poor decisions but what advice would you give to the youth listening to this that are striving to be Bobcat players, making a name for themselves in the Bobcat program? And then for those who want to go on and continue playing football at the next level, which would be the college level. Um, I guess what I would say is just keep working. I mean, you just have to stay uh, disciplined in this game and, uh, can't fall out of love with this game. I mean, it's always going to be fun and just keep working, I guess. Grant, two questions before I send the all-out blitz toward you and we end this podcast. What are your personal goals for the remainder of the Bobcat season and ultimately your Bobcat career? Um, definitely want to win a state championship with my team. And uh, I don't know, win a state championship. So (laughs) we got win a state championship and we got win a state championship. I've had two Bobcat players on the podcast. Brock Carpenter also appeared in week one. If you did not have a chance to listen to that, go to our catalog, Dubuque Area Sports Podcast, and find that. Don't forget to follow us on social. Facebook and Instagram, Dubuque Area Sports Podcast, and everybody's favorite coach at Coach Manaman on Twitter. How do we get that championship? How do we win that state championship? What do we have to clean up in that Cedar Rapids-Xavier game to have more victories like North Scott or have more victories like West Delaware where it was 61-27? to What do the Bobcats have to do to turn that dream into a reality? Um, we, as a whole team, coaching staff, everything we all know, we have mistakes, and we just have to play no mistake football, and we have better athletes than most other teams, better discipline. Grant, best of luck the rest of the way. Thank you for uh, picking up my phone call and taking my interview request. You're kind of hard to get a hold of because I don't think you're a social media guy, so I appreciate you taking 20 minutes out of your night. And I really hope that 
your dream and the Bobcats dream becomes a reality. And we get to see you guys holding that championship trophy in Cedar Falls. Listeners, be a winner, not a whiner. Thank you for listening to the Dubuque Area Sports Podcast, Tri-State in the Huddle. Don't forget to find us on social media. Give a like and follow on Instagram and Facebook at Dubuque Area Sports Podcast and also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Like and give a five-star review. And remember, you don't score until you score. Until you score. That's right, baby! (laughs) 